Welcome to today's podcast with Crosspoint Church, where we share the gospel and we share our lives. With so many fun and new exciting things going on at church, we want you to be in the loop. So make sure that you check out our Facebook page and that you check out our website at www.crosspointwaverly.com. And now for today's message.
What a wonderful way to start a service. Amen. We're going to invite the children to come up and join me on the stage. Boys, girls, moms, dads, if you'd like your younger child, preschool child to come, just walk them up here and get ready to walk them back when the time comes. Don't want anyone lost in the room. Good morning, everybody. I'm PG, one of the pastors here. Welcome to Christmas Eve service. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Some are joining us online. Welcome. We're glad that you're here, that you've made a choice to join us to worship Jesus who came into this world to die for our sins on this day. Kids just line up and just all across the whole front, all the way down to me. Come on. Come on. Your parents want to see you. Yes. Let the smaller kids stand in front of you. There you go. Look at you guys. All right. The kids are going to help us, and we'll all sing with them. You can stay in your seat so you can see the kids. We're going to sing Away in the Manger. Here we go. Away in the manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the sky look down where. Now the kids are going to join me over here. Come on over here, kids. We're going to read a story. Yeah, give them a hand. They're awesome. Come right around here. Come right around here. Some of you come over here. They're going to bring a chair out here for me to sit on. And we're going to read a story. Don't worry. We're going to put all the pictures up on the big screen right there. Everybody sit down. Everybody sit down. Hey, kids, you look so good. Mom and Dad, don't they look so good? Man, awesome. Thank you for that card. I'm going to put that in my pocket right there. <laughs> that's excellent. Well, we're going to read a story that's called Jesus' Christmas Party. And like I said, we're putting all the pictures up on the big board there for you, okay? Here we go. There was nothing the innkeeper liked more than a good night's sleep. But one night, there was a knock at the door. No room, said the innkeeper. But we're tired and we've traveled through night and day. There's only the stable around back. Here's two blankets, sign the register. So they signed it, Mary and Joseph. Then he shut the door, climbed the stairs, got into bed and went to sleep. But then, later, there was another knock on the door. Uh, excuse me, I wonder if you could lend us another smaller blanket. There, one smaller blanket, said the innkeeper. Then he shut the door, climbed the stairs, got into bed, and went to sleep. But then, a bright light woke him up. That's all I need, said the innkeeper. 
he shut the door, climbed the stairs, drew the curtains, got into bed, and went to sleep. But then there was another knock at the door. We are th three shepherds. Uh, well, what's the matter? Have you lost your sheep? We've come to see Mary and Joseph. Around the back, said the innkeeper. Then he shut the door, climbed the stairs, got into bed, and went to sleep. But then there was yet another knock on the door. We are three kings. We've come around the back. He slammed the door, climbed the stairs, got into bed, and went to sleep. <laughs> but then a chorus of singing woke him up. All right, that does it. He got out of bed, stomped down the stairs, threw open the door, went around the back, stormed into the stable, and was just about to speak when, shh, whispered everybody, you'll wake the baby. Baby, said the innkeeper. Yes, a baby this night has been born. Oh, said the innkeeper, looking crossly into the manger. And just at that moment, suddenly, Amazingly, his anger seemed to fly away. Oh, said the innkeeper, isn't he beautiful? In fact, he thought the baby was so special, he woke up all the guests at the inn so they could come and look at the baby too. No one got much sleep that night. The end. All right, you guys can go back to your seats. Moms, dads, come collect them if you need to. Merry Christmas to you all. Great job. Great job. Let's show our appreciation to these kids one more time. Great job. So proud of them. Love our church. Love the kids. PG and Darlene, thanks for all you do. Investing in them. They love you. Well, this is our time in our service where we get to continue to worship the Lord through our regular Sunday morning tithes and Kingdom Builders offerings. I want to say thank you so much for your faithfulness to tithe and for your generosity with Kingdom Builders. There are multiple ways that you can give today. At each exit is a lockbox that you can drop your check or cash into. You can give online at crosspointwaverly.com or you can mail or drop off your check or cash here at our office between the hours of 8.30 and 5 o'clock Monday through Thursday or you can text the amount to the number on the screen. Let's pray this morning. God, we thank you so much for the joy of coming together today to celebrate your birth. Oh, we thank you for all that you're going to do in this service. Thank you for the ability that you've given us today to bring back our tithe and obedient giving and to give above and beyond to kingdom builders and to think about the impact that our church has had this year because of the generosity of those in this room. Lord, be with us the remainder of this service. Move in a mighty and powerful way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
In those days, Sirius Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Cornelius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, a time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one, one another, Let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you that you sent your son for us. God, as we enter this time of season and we've been busy and maybe have had distractions even until this moment, but God, I pray that we stop and we realign our hearts and be reminded of why we're here this morning. That you sent your son. May we celebrate it, Lord. May we give you the praise that you deserve, Lord. We love you and we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand and let's worship our King. Let's go. 
that we believe here at Cross Point Church. The first thing is this, is that we believe that communion is the one thing that unites us as believers of Christ. And so we don't ask that you be a member of Cross Point Church to take communion today. In fact, we don't ask that you be a member of any church to partake in communion. We just simply ask that you believe in Jesus Christ 
as our Lord and Savior and that the Father raised him from the dead. Second thing is this, is that as we take communion, it should cause us to never forget what Jesus has done on the cross for us. He made a way for you and for me, for all people. And lastly, it should cause us to look inward, to see the things that we do that are offensive to God. And it should cause us to invite the Holy Spirit to help us to become more and more like Jesus Christ. And so if that's you today and you want to partake in communion, but you don't have elements in your hands, just simply lift up your hands and some of the hosts will get some elements to you. I see a gentleman right back here. We're so glad that you're here. We're going to worship Jesus with another song and then afterwards we'll take communion together.
take in communion here together in just a second, but we never want to pass up an opportunity for anyone in the room who maybe hears those lyrics of for the unworthy, for the unholy, for the broken, for the wounded, for the hurting, or maybe there's another element in the service that has just really um, touched your heart, and you're just thinking today is, is the day that you want to say, Jesus, you are my personal Lord and Savior, and I believe that you came and you lived and you died for me. Or maybe you've fallen away in 2023 or at some point in your life. You once walked with God, but things got in the way. You ended up in places you never thought you'd be. But today, you want to make a declaration that Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior. We want to provide you a moment to just make that declaration. So if you could all bow your heads, close your eyes. If, if you're in this room today and you're saying... Today, I want to commit to living a life that honors God. I want to commit to following Jesus Christ and everything that he is. Or you want to recommit your life to him and come back to him and live a life that glorifies him. On the count of three, I'm just going to ask that you slip up your hand. One, two, three. Just slip up your hand if that's you this morning wanting to commit your life to Christ or recommit your life to him can put those hands down. We're going to pray together. You could just repeat after me, say, dear God, thank you so much for sending your son to live and die for me. I have made mistakes. I have messed up and I'm sorry. Please help me to live a life that honors you and help me to remember what you have done for me. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. We want to provide that opportunity so that if you made that decision today and you want to be a follower of Christ, that you can partake in communion with us. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul says, For I have received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You can take that wafer and I'll pray for us. God, we thank you so much for the life that you live, for the example that you gave us, for um, your body that was put on a cross so that our sins could be forgiven. We thank you for that this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 goes on to say, In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant of my blood. Do this when you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. You can take the cup and I'll pray again. God, thank you so much for the innocent blood that was shed for us. God, I thank you that we don't have to work our way into salvation. I thank you that we don't have to do anything to be made righteous in front of you, God. I thank you for your sacrifice so that all of our sins and our past can be washed away and that when we make this decision to follow you and choose you as our personal Lord and Savior and put you at the top, you wash away the past and you make us new. You make us white as snow. You make us clean. And we, we just glorify you and praise you for that and ask that you would help us to remember that today and every day. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.
All right, you can put those elements under your seat, and we're going to continue to worship with that hymn. Oh, come, oh, come, let us so worthy. I'm going to read a few scriptures in just a moment, but before I do, I want to make an announcement and then share a prayer request. Today, we're surrounded by friends and family. Pastor Levinsky and Mackenzie welcomed a baby boy this week into their family, Lennox. Healthy baby boy, we rejoice and we celebrate with you. Since uh, giving birth to the baby, Mackenzie has had excruciating back and neck and head pain and has been bedridden. And so she's not here with us this morning and it breaks her heart because she would love to be. I texted a picture earlier and I said, it's been great, but we miss you here this morning. And so what I want us to do before we move on with the rest of this service is just to take a moment and let's pray for Mackenzie. Let's join our hearts and our voices together and let's bombard heaven with faith and belief that God would bring healing to her, that the pain would be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. So if you feel comfortable, feel just stretch out your hands towards Levinsky and let's pray right now. God, we thank you so much for Pastor Levinsky and Mackenzie for this gift, this baby boy, Lennox. Lord, we celebrate and we rejoice with them. We're so grateful. God, right now, we just pray for Mackenzie that you would bring healing to her body, that the pain in her back and her neck and head would be gone in the mighty name of Jesus, that there would be relief. Lord, even in her house right now, we just pray by the mighty power of your spirit that you would work and that you would perform a miracle. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen, amen. You may be seated for a moment. Before I dive into just a few scriptures for us today, I wanna say thank you to the entire worship team and to the youth choir and the kids who sang today. Let's express our appreciation to them. And I tell you what, that special music by the Gidleys at the beginning and the special music by the McClellan family with the cellos and the strings and the keyboards is amazing. So grateful for each of you. Well, we've been in a series over the past few weeks called The Story of a Savior. And the effort and the heart of that series has really been to draw all of our attention to Jesus. 
And of course, today would be no different. On this Christmas Eve morning service, our attention would be on Jesus. Psalm chapter 34, verse number one says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Say all times with me, all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be on my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. Verse number five says, those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Paul wrote to a letter to the church in Ephesus and in Ephesians chapter five, verse number seven, it says, in verse number, let's start with verse number six. Let no one deceive you with empty words for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in, light in the Lord. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as the children of the light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. This verse isn't even saying that at one time you walked in darkness. It says one time you were darkness. But now as children of God, you are children of light. In Matthew chapter five, verse number 13 says, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who's in heaven. Randy, would you come light my candle? We're about to see a demonstration of how the light of a candle can light up an entire room. The hosts are gonna also light your candles. Let's stand all across this room. What a guy, thank you. As your candles are being lit, let's sing this song together.
Aren't you grateful that Jesus has called you out of darkness into the marvelous light? You know, to think about the impact of those in this room as you allow the light of Jesus to shine bright for you. That in the glow of these candles, this room is lit up. And to realize that God has replaced the darkness in your life with his light. And it's not to hide it under a bushel, but it's to proudly let it shine for him. During this song, as I looked out into the audience, there wasn't a single person who seemed to be ashamed of your light. In fact, there are some who are proudly waving their lights in the air as we were singing that song. And we go back to what the psalmist said, those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. As we leave from here this morning, may we allow the light of Jesus to boldly and brightly shine. As you meet up with family today and tomorrow for Christmas meals and celebrations, I pray that no matter what your situation is and what you're going through, that the light of Jesus would shine bright through you. Pastor Madison led us in a prayer earlier for those who are far from God to become followers of him today and we celebrate and we, we rejoice of those who made that decision. If you've not made that decision, I encourage you before you leave today, confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, confess your sins to him and move from darkness into his glorious light. I'm gonna pray as we do, we're gonna do something non-traditional. We're gonna keep our eyes open as we pray. Let's do it. God, thank you so much for this room filled with people who love you, who today are seeing an image of what a small flame can do as it lights this entire room. And so as we try to discern what your will is for our lives, as we try to discern what's right, Lord, would we walk out of this room today and unashamedly let your light shine bright and we'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name, amen. Man, let's blow out our candles. The worship team is about to lead us in a fun, exciting song. One more time, I want to say Merry Christmas to you, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week at 8.30 or 10.15. Pastor Levinsky, lead us.
joining us. We hope that this message was inspiring and encouraging. For more information about this message or about all things Crosspoint, check out our Facebook and head to our website at www.crosspointwaverly.com.